And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So, so even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Couldn't catch the live show? Yes. Make sure to download... News update. In baseball, Johnny Cueto of the San Francisco Giants will make his next rehab start on Monday for AAA Sacramento. It looks as though he'll get two starts for AAA before rejoining the Giants in September. Jake Kaplan of The Athletic is reporting that the Astros are calling up top infield prospect Abraham Toro. An MRI on Marcus Stroman's left hamstring didn't reveal a significant injury. Stroman left early on Wednesday with tightness in that hamstring. Cubs reliever Brandon Morrow suffered a setback during his rehab assignment and will miss the rest of the 2019 season. He's been recovering from an elbow injury. And the Angels placed right handed pitcher Griffin Canning on the 10-day IL with right elbow inflammation. And in the NFL, veteran wide receiver Michael Crabtree has signed a one-year deal with the Arizona Cardinals. And the Detroit Lions have signed defensive tackle Damon Harrison to a one-year contract extension through 2021. I'm Dan Strafford, and this has been your Fantasy Sports Radio Network News Update. Stay tuned to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network for more updates at the top of every hour. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Adam Ronis, did a good job last night. I enjoyed uh, watching you on Twitter. Yeah, well, doing uh, some spots with uh, Jim Cramer, who was doing his fantasy football draft yesterday. Um, so just kind of breaking it down, and uh, Bill Enright was there in studio. So it was a fun time uh, as uh, Cramer now involved in uh, fantasy sports as well. Did you feel like, uh, you know, I, I'm not trying to, did you feel like Jim was on top of things knowing with what to do, or is he still a work in progress? Um, I mean, again, I wasn't there, so, but uh, I thought the team was pretty good. I think there was just, uh, the receivers were a little weak, but very strong at running back, elite tight end, so uh, some good running back depth, so I thought it was a pretty solid team. All right, so let's talk about something that I had heard on one of those uh, blurbs last night. Jim took Carson Wentz. Jim is an unabashed Eagles fan. Do you think... It's hard to separate your head from your heart when you play fantasy football. Because I do. I think a lot of people get very caught up in the players on the teams they like. I think for a lot of people they do. For me, I don't. Uh, and I know people are going to be like, well, you got a lot of Dak Prescott this year. Yeah, where am I getting him? Round 14, round 15? I'm not paying for him. Uh, and the same thing with Gallup in the middle rounds. So, obviously, Zeke, if he wasn't holding out, would be a top pick. Uh, but it's about winning. I mean, you know, I've taken Saquon Barkley this year. I took Sterling Shepard in our $320 draft on Sunday. I hate the Giants, despise them. I took Miles Sanders in that draft. So for me, it doesn't. But for a lot of people, it is a problem. I've heard people say that. I even have, some people have said that they can't play fantasy football because they can't root for their teams that play their own team they root for. So for some people, it is difficult, and it's just natural. I mean, if you're a big fan of a team and you're sitting there, you know, you're rooting for your guy to do well anyway. Yeah, it makes sense to have him on your fantasy team. So for the more casual player where fantasy football is more fun, sure, you can do it. But, you know, obviously in a lot of leagues that we're talking about, we're, we're trying to compete for, for big money. So in that case, you really have to eliminate it. You know, we've talked about this before, you and I. 
I'm a Giant fan, but I'm a fantasy fan first. Like, seriously, I don't really, it doesn't phase me that Saquon Barkley is, is on the Giants or Shepard. It doesn't make me want them more or less. I, I mean, the, the Giants are a team that I grew up watching, so I appreciate them that way. But I just want the guys who can help me win. So whether if that means I'm going to draft Alvin Kamara at one, if I think Kamara is going to be better than Barkley, I do it in a heartbeat, Adam. It's not even a question. But I just think some people don't feel that way. They don't. I will say this, though. So last night, I was watching the Mets game. Brad Hand's on the mound to get a save. I have Brad Hand in two money leagues where I'm in first trying to hold on. Okay, so what were you rooting for? I was rooting for the Mets to win. I'm not going to lie. Now, if it was the last day of the year and it meant me winning four figures versus three, (laughs) oh, man. I don't know, but I was like. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's the last game of the year. If the Mets win, they make the playoffs. If If Brad Hand gets a save, you win 10K. What do you want? Oh, man, I, I don't want to be in that situation. I can tell you that right now because I'm really pumped for the Mets right now. Like, they just seem like a team that just can't lose. And it, like I said, they're fun to watch. And again, last night, you know, you go into the ninth inning, uh, bottom of the tent, down 3-2 after Carlos Santana hits a home run. And you kind of just knew the Mets were going to get this done. Bradahan has not been pitching great lately. But I, you know, I... The lead, I have a five-point lead in one and, like, ten in the other. But a lot of the categories are tight. And you know how baseball is over the last six weeks. So. Oh, forget about it. Yeah. The yeah, September call-ups I mean, haven't even happened yet. The save in, in one league didn't – it wasn't it wasn't significant. I mean, I could look back and say, yeah, that, I, I needed that. Uh, the other league is kind of close. But, yeah, I was, I was rooting for the Mets to win last night. But it, I always By brought like, this can up. I, can, I answer, can I answer that question for you? What? I want 10K. I know you. Um, I don't know. Totally like, uh, want 10K. I know that. Look, I've been dying for a Mets World Series. I mean, 86, I was young. I didn't really get to enjoy it. Like, well, I guess that's true. I want yeah, that was really, it. like, there, if there's one team that I root for that I want to see a championship next, it's the Mets. I saw three Cowboys championships in the 90s. I mean, I can't. Wait, what I was the Subway Series year? Because I went to that one. 2000. I went, I, to, I game, went to that, yeah. I went to game four, and before I could sit in my seat, Derek Dieter hit a home run, I believe. Oh, Bobby oh. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know, it's crazy because 86 was, uh, I was, I totally remember that. I, I guess that's true. I guess when you're young, when you're young, the, the, the World Series is meaningful, but not as meaningful as, because you don't have the same recollections of it, right? Right. So, no, I've always brought this up. I've always presented this to people. I'm like, hey, it's the last day of the season. Uh, you know, the Giants, if they score this touchdown, they go to the playoffs. If they get stopped, you win, you know, 100K. What do you do? And most people would take the money, I think. But yeah. uh, it really I don't even need 100K. I need 10K. I know that. I do it for 10K. Well, look, there's, there's one way to look. It depends. You know, like everyone's different because some people are like, well, it doesn't do anything for me. Great, whatever. Other people, I mean, the satisfaction of seeing your team win. Uh, it just well, you know the truth is I don't think I'm a very good fan. I don't know. I don't think I'm a very good fan. Our friend I know Andy, you're ready to bail on the yeah, Giants. Andy, Andy's a great fan. Andy goes to the, all the the Vegas Aces. He goes to the Golden Knights. Like he is a champion fan. I, I have all the respect in the world for him. I don't feel like that way. I, maybe I don't know. Is that terrible not to not to be as invested? I th- I don't know. Maybe it's as people get older they feel less invested. That's kind of something I've noticed. Also, the fantasy game, especially, I think, does kind of, for some people, make them less invested. Uh, You know, for me, I'd say I'm not as – I used to really take losses hard. Like, that Subway Series, man, I was depressed for about a month after it. I'm not going to lie. It was rough. I don't feel that way anymore. 
Um, now it'll be like, two weeks. No, nah, I don't know. But like Mets, Mets losing the World Series. How long does it take Adam Ronas to recover? Uh, I don't know. It won't be as long as the past. This has got so much going on anyway. It's like, all right. If I, lose, if I lose a fantasy title, it could take me like three or four days. Oh, if I lost the way Truck lost to me <laughs> two years ago, I might not be playing anymore. I know he's going to appreciate that. He might be listening. I don't know. He's going to be like, thanks. No, that was, a bad, loss. That was, that a, was a bad but he loss. Still, but I told him. I'm like, look, you still won money. And I think there were three GST leagues that year that were actually— Why did you split the money that year? Why did we, you just do that? We did— do something. It wasn't 50-50, but we did make, I think we did do a deal beforehand. But okay, I still I like got the that. bulk of it. All right, I like deals with friends. I do. I, pre- I, like I, I deals Yeah, with I friends. think I told you what I did last year with one of my friends. Yeah, I like that. All right, we'll keep on talking about this. We'll break down more football for you when we return right after this. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, we're back. We're full-time fantasy. I'm Dr. Roto here with Adam Ronas. And remember, check out fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50 or ronas 50 for 50% off your first two months. We'll take you to the first part of the season, and hopefully you'll stay on for more with our rankings, waiver wires, uh, all of the forum posts, all the things that you'll need to win your fantasy football league. So, Adam, you said something interesting during break, and I think it's true. I don't know when... Or if you could draft Melvin Gordon in right now. I think if we're drafting tonight, if there's a beat Dr. Roto tonight, and he's there in round five, I think I'm passing. I, I think I'm passing. Maybe in seven? Yeah, it's too risky right now. I mean, I, again, this we all knew that there's a possibility he would be out till week nine or week ten. And then there was a report yesterday. And we're getting closer to the start of the season here. So I've lowered him in my rankings, probably putting him to the point where if people are using my rankings, they're probably not getting them. And, and I'm fine with that because there's just too much risk that he could sit out. And then people are like, oh, well, what about Zeke? I don't know. I just feel, and, I, and maybe I'm wrong on this, I just feel like this is going to get done. I think the Cowboys realize that they have an opportunity here to make a run at a Super Bowl. And as good as Tony Pollard has looked, they've kind of built this team around Zeke. And they need him. And if they have plans to sign him long-term, like, why do this now? Why play around? You know you're probably going to sign him. Just get it done and get him in there. And I don't know. Maybe they even have an agreement under the table. And this whole media war back and forth is just uh, camouflage and it's a bunch of crap. Some people seem to think that they feel like Zeke is uh... – wasn't it Kramer who was intimating, like, in the next 72 hours Zeke's going to sign? Do you see that? I think I saw a report recently. I didn't read it. I just saw a headline that said that they talked again or that there's an offer on the table. So, um, again, everyone seems to believe because he's a guy that's really not – the latest I've seen him go is eight. Yeah, there was a report that the Cowboys have made uh, Zeke one of the two highest-paid running backs in the NFL on offer. So, more than Bell, less than Gurley. So, right, and I think I, and I think that's Ed, fair. That's from that's Ed, fair. Ed Werder, who obviously has close ties to Dallas. Right, that's that's a fair offer. It's a fair offer. If Zeke doesn't take that, I think there's an issue. 
right? Because he is better than Bell, and Gurley did get a lot of money when girl when everybody thought Gurley was healthy. Right, and he has to understand too. Like, well, I mean, look, he shouldn't care about the Cowboy situation, but at the same time, it's like, okay, we got other guys that got to get paid, and there's an opportunity to win here. So as long as he's getting compensated as one of the top running backs, I think it's fair. Can't the Chargers trade Melvin Gordon? Is he untradeable? I think so. Like, why don't the Buccaneers want him? I want him if I'm a Buccaneer. Why? What are you What are you giving up for him? Like, you don't. Need, they don't need him. I mean, I'm I giving get... up a fifth round draft pick. I'm giving up money because I'm gonna have to sign him. That's what I'm giving up. Well. That doesn't. I don't know. I don't see. I don't see teams. Antonio Brown was only a third round pick, Adam. Yeah, but but it's it's different. A receiver compared to a running back. Teams don't. Teams don't pay for running backs, man. They just don't. I mean, I know. So is a fifth round pick unreasonable? Well, it's it's not it's not a lot at all. I mean, if you're the Chargers, right? But the I'm saying if Antonio Brown is worth a third, and Odell Odell Beckham was better because of his age. But what is Melvin Gordon worth? What would you, I mean, seriously, if you asked me, if I really wanted him, what would I give you for him? A fourth, a fifth? I don't know. If you're, the, you? if you're the Bucks, I don't see the need to do it. You're not in, you're not winning this year. I actually, I don't think so. And you're just going to be playing from behind, passing the ball anyway. So you just deal with what you got. I mean, we know it's not good, but it's not like the Bucks are close to winning. So who. Where does Melvin Gordon fit? Give me his team. I mean, he could fit for several teams. It's just teams are not going to give up anything for him because they know that if they're going to trade for him, then they got to pay him. And I don't think, I don't think teams want to pay Melvin Gordon right now. It's different with Zeke. He still has several good years left. I mean, Gordon's got a lot of wear and tear. He's had microfracture surgery. He hasn't been able to stay healthy late in the year. Remember, he missed games late last year. Again, he's a good running back, but why are you paying for that? That's the problem. Look, it, it, it's the problem for running backs. I understand where Melvin Gordon is coming from. I would do the same thing. He deserves to get paid because he knows. If he goes out there this year, plays 16 games, has another injury, well, what is he getting? So this is how, his how last How about the Dolphins? If you're the Dolphins, no, you why? You're not winning. You're rebuilding. No way. If I'm the Dolphins, no chance. They've done a good job stockpiling draft picks. No way. No way. What about... Hmm. I don't know. I don't, see, I don't see a match. I really don't see a match. I'm looking down the list. I would tell you the 49ers, but they just brought in nah, Coleman, right? No, no, no. Nah. You right? got Coleman ba- and Breda. You paid right? Bears, no. Bengals, no. no. Bills, no. Broncos, no. Browns, no. Bucks, yes. Bucks would work. Cardinals, no. Chiefs, no. Colts, no. Cowboys, no. The Chiefs could be interesting. I you don't think, think he fits that offense? I think anyone fits that offense. Well, that's true. Like, say, say Damian Williams doesn't get the job done and Darwin Thompson takes a little bit more than we need it because that's a team that, that wins this year. But, okay. So, all right. So, I, all right. I'll, I'll give you that one. So, no, no to the Eagles. Falcons. Would the Fal- could the Falcons use them? If Freeman went down, yeah. If right. no one Free- steps up. Yeah. If no one if steps up behind him. Yeah. That, that, if, yeah. Freeman got hurt early. I could see that. Giants, no Jaguars. If you wanted to get it. Let me ask you this. Would you trade... Gordon for Leonard Fournette, if you're the Jaguars. If I was the Jags, mm, probably not. Fournette's younger. Unless they, if they did that, then you know that they have problems with him. Right, but that oh. makes sense to you, right? Chargers get Fournette for Melvin Gordon. Mm, 
you just don't see trades like that. Okay, I'm, just, I'm giving you ideas because I don't have a lot of ideas. Jets have Bell, Lions have carry-on. Packers, no. Panthers, no. Patriots, no. Raiders, no. Rams, no. Ravens, no. Redskins, is he fit in Washington? No, nah, they're not winning this year. You got to see what Geis has. They still have Peterson. Okay. I guess Houston. All right, so Saints, they just no, got Seahawks, Duke. no. Right, they just got Deuce. So, I, Duke, I don't, I don't see it. I really only see a match for the Buccaneers – Maybe the Falcons if there was an injury, but I, if not, I don't think there's any match there because I don't want to bench Freeman. And if if the Jaguars were annoyed for net, I don't. There's not a lot of teams out there. Yeah, it's it's a tough. Spot. Who's going to pay him? Who's going to pay Melvin? You're Melvin Gordon's agent. Who's going to pay him? Sometimes these guys think that there's opportunities out there when there's really not, and they I hope they're really studying the market and understanding that teams are just not paying for running backs. I mean, Zeke's Le- got to fight for money. Right. Le'Veon Bell got very lucky that the, Jet- the Jets had a lot of money and that they needed his position. Right. Because right now, if, if, if Melvin Gordon's on the free agent market, I think the Bucks make him an offer, but I don't think he's going to get an offer like uh, Gurley. The system's a real problem because these rookies get, you know, four-year, five-year contracts, and a running back after four or five years in the NFL, they're not the same. I mean, they're think about it's kind of like I guess baseball too. You're getting paid very little for your best years and then you get rewarded for your down years. Now, baseball kind of stopped doing it, but that's what happened with Albert Pujols, but the running backs are not going to get that opportunity cuz NFL teams are going to be like, "All right, we got four or five years out of you. Thanks. See ya." And then well, they they, they said it's going to switch to like three years and four. They like have four, to change it, man. It's not fair. Five, like, five years is crazy. You know, I, and these people who sit here and I see these comments like, oh, what is Zeke doing? He has a five-year contract. He has two years left. He should be out there. You guys don't get it, man. It, they're, they're, the contracts are ridiculous. Yeah. Zeke what, should what be is he, paid. What is, what is this contract? Nine million for five years? Something like that? Uh, I don't even know. I mean, it's better than most rookies, but it's still not what he – it's not market value. And they're forced to take those contracts. That's the four, problem. Four-year, $24.96 million contract, right? So you're looking at what is he getting? So $6 million a year and what's for the what fifth, he does? What's the fifth-year option or whatever it is? Because it's a five-year. Cowboys year. exercised $9.1 million team option in 2020. Yeah, and everyone's because, oh, that's a lot of money. But that's not the point. It's that's the not market. a lot of money. It's the market, too. You, yeah. know, he, you know, he's one of the top running backs. He should be paid accordingly. Right. Barkley's no, going to have that issue, too, in a couple years. I mean, if you're Barkley, right? If he has another huge year. Oh, that's a great question. Let me take a look at that. Yeah, he probably has the five-year rookie deal, too. I mean, they were Barkley was drafted, what, two? And, and Zeke Bar- four? Four-year, $31.19 million contract because he was the as that pick. Yeah. So that's even not good. That's not even $8 million a year. Right. I mean, if Barkley has another huge year, he's going to say, oh, I'm the best back in the NFL. Right. It's- I want $12 million. Yeah, And he right. deserves it. Yeah. All right. We'll keep on talking about this. I find this very interesting because we, as we break down this, these teams, and we'll do it when we return right after this.
from the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, guys, become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament, setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer, or join the countless number of people who have won thousands of dollars playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. If you're playing Daily Fantasy Sports, and if you're not using DailyRoto.com, you are doing it wrong. So sign up now for the NFL Annual Pass for faster optimizers, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. All right, I think that was a very interesting discussion. I do. I think it's a very interesting discussion about... um, these guys and, and the contracts and what's going to happen and, and Melvin Gordon, but that doesn't help me win my fantasy championship right now, Adam, but Justice Hill might. Is he a guy who you're targeting in if and uh, are you targeting him? And if so, what round? Yeah. And I've been targeting him for actually a while. I took him in the FSGA draft, which was what late June. So always had my eye on him. And obviously now we're hearing positive reports on him. And, you know, it's the Ravens are going to run the ball a ton. I mean, they with Lamar Jackson, you know, they actually ran the most plays in the NFL last year. And, yeah, Mark Ingram's the lead back, but he is entering his age 30 season. Uh, he's going to a new team. I think he definitely benefited from that Saints offensive line. So, either way, I think Hill plays a role, maybe gets 10 to 12 touches a week. And if Ingram goes down, maybe he plays an even bigger role. So, yeah, uh, I'm looking at him. Unfortunately, the price is rising. I don't know, where do you, he's going around 10 or 11 right now in our, in the FFWC. I think at your home leagues, you'll be able to get him a couple rounds cheaper. But yeah, he's definitely on my radar right now. I want to apologize on air to Lamar Jackson. And I'm going to tell you why, Adam. Because there were times last year, I'm like, oh, this guy sucks. He's not very good. He was 21 years old. Yeah. <laughs> he's 21 years old. He was pretty darn good when you think about it. And he was I also mean, thrown in in the middle of the year. Yeah. I mean, look, maybe I'm overreacting because I have high expectations for players, right? Maybe it's, you're a rookie, get on in. Rookie, I don't care. But look, at 21 years old, he shows special talents. And maybe this is a guy at 25 who will be a star. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not. Depends how long his legs will last him. But I think that he is underappreciated in fantasy football. Yeah, Yeah, because again, the value of the running quarterback, and he's going very late in drafts. Now, is he going to run at the pace he did last year? 16, 17 touches a game? No, because the quarterback won't last. But even if he tails it back a little bit, he's going to run. I mean, he's just such a great athlete. We saw that run last week. Ridiculous run. Go watch the highlight if you didn't. Now, obviously, a penalty called the back. And it was a stupid, like, Willie Sneed, I don't know, what are you doing? He didn't even need to make that block. Uh, better happen in the preseason than in, a, in games. And, you know, you got to point that out to Steed on tape. Say, look, man, you don't need to make this block in the back. Lamar got this. But and you got to think also hopefully he can improve as a passer. And he has gotten better each year slightly. So 
you know, with a full off season of being the starter, training camp, OTAs. Uh, again, I don't think they're going to open it up, but you might see him throw the ball a little bit more. And with his high floor to run, you really don't need much in fantasy for him to, you know, finish as a, a QB one. And again, it's what the running quarterback does for your fantasy squad, which is why we keep talking about Kyler Murray. I know we do keep on talking about Kyler Murray, and I think we should continue to keep talking about guys like Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. I'm trying to look here. I, I don't By the way, so the Bears are not playing any starters tonight. <laughs> I mean, I told you this is they shouldn't, and the Colts aren't either. Did you see the Colts said that we're not playing anybody anymore? This, this is a joke. It really is. Fangio said most starters won't play. I told you I had a feeling that this was going to happen. I, I just looking at the first two weeks of preseason, I'm like, we're not going to. I thought maybe a half of the starters, yeah. but. Yeah, we're going to see less and less, which... Roger Goodell is not wrong, by the way. About what? The pre- getting rid of two preseason games. He's not wrong. I think so. I get it. It doesn't. It's a waste he's of not, time. It's a waste of time, the preseason. But you know what? If you I'm not mistaken, they do it, don't Doc? you... Do- you know why they do it? Exactly. What? That's but, usually the answer for anything. I know, but you know what? As a season ticket holder, you have to pay for preseason right, games. Do. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a big ripoff. It is. Who am I paying for to see Nathan Peterman? Come on. That's a ripoff. The only Bad. time I go to a preseason game, if someone says, hey, I got tickets, and, you know, they're not charging me, I'm like, all right, I'll go. I think I've been to, like, two preseason games. I mean, I'm five miles from MetLife. In the, in the old days, do you go? remember when the Jets played the Giants week three of preseason? They played yeah. every year week three. And it, you saw guys for the first half. It was interesting. Now it's not. Yeah, it's not at all, man. I mean, it, and for fantasy purposes, look, it's good because our guys don't get hurt. But if we're trying to – analyze things we're not getting any more information like nothing has really changed i mean you get stuff from training camp so and so look good in training camp so and so look good in training camp that the coaches are impressed with him you get that but these guys aren't even allowed to play in pads a lot on in training camp it's it's just a changed league because they can't damage the product before the games they don't want guys getting hurt, and I right. can't blame them. You know, you, you, it, how look, if a guy gets hurt in week one, it's essentially the same as a third preseason game. But, hey, it was a real game. Things happen. It's football. It's a violent game. But when it's in a meaningless game, it's just it's really tough to accept. All right, Lamar Jackson, the last four weeks of the season, home against San Francisco. You like week 13? You like that matchup? Yeah, I'm fine with that. At Buffalo week 14. Mm, could be tough. Hate but it. I think they're a pretty good defense. Yeah, I hate that matchup. I think Sean McDermott is smarter than Lamar Jackson. Week 15 at the Jets. Are the Jets still playing for this year? Are they still trying? Or are they they're giving they're in it. I think they're in it at that point still. So they're, they're trying. Yeah. It's a Thursday night game. Week 16 at the Cleveland Browns. Uh, that'll be a that could be a big game for playoff implications. So I'm telling you, the second part of the season, Week Nine, they have New England, then Cincinnati, then Houston, then the Rams. I don't. I like Lamar's first half schedule. I love it. I think you could ride Lamar the first seven weeks, but then I'm trading that sucker. Tough to trade a quarterback. You know that. I know. That's why you need two. I think you need two with Lamar. If you have Lamar, you need two. You can't, you can't run with Lamar. I don't think Lamar wins you a league. I think he gets you to the playoffs, but you don't go to the promised land. Mm, I think he can because he could have like a rushing touchdowns and 60, 70 yards. And then he doesn't need to do much in the pass game. I think w- with, those, with those legs, you, you can win. 
You really think so? Yeah. I mean, I won a, a title last year with him. The rest of the team was stacked. See, that's what it does, though. It allows you to load up on other skill position players, and you're getting him late. All right. I'm looking at an article here. What was this written? This is on ESPN. It was written three hours ago. Matthew Berry, our friend Matthew Berry, proclaims that Nick Foles is a good late-round pick as a third quarterback on fantasy rosters. I'm not, I'm not holding a third quarterback. I barely hold a third quarterback in a league in the Superflex League. For real, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in two. No, okay. So the, the fishbowl is different. I have three quarterbacks in that league. But I play in a Superflex League with 16 rounds. I have two quarterbacks. What, I only take three quarterbacks in leagues where I can start two. Right, and but what, 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 what kind of take is it that Foles is a good target in a th- as a third quarterback in the league like that? Is that a take? I mean, be- no, because that's where he's ranked anyway. I mean, I think most people have him outside the top twenty-four, right? So, yeah, I mean, of course, if you are in a super flex or two quarterback league, yeah, Foles is going to be a third quarterback if you want to pay the price. Is that? A hot, I mean, I just I don't know. I, just don't, I don't think that's a hot take. A hot take is that well, Nick is Foles a, is, is a so- starter. But is it supposed to be a hot take, or I mean, I don't know what the goal. I don't know. Was. I just think I, I, I mean, I, I just was looking at the, the the thing the article, and I clicked on the button, and it said, I, "It said Barry likes Foles." So I'm like, "Okay," and he says, "Likes him as a, th- as a third quarterback in the league." I'm not ta- if I, I don't even want three quarterbacks in any league. Waste a roster spot. Yeah, I don't either. Even like in our twenty round draft, I don't want three. Give me two. That's I did it. keep three last year in one league. Do you know why? Lamar Jackson was my guy in the twentieth round. Okay. Because of the running. I did, I did him a couple leagues. I just had him all year. But then when he started, I got rid of another guy. Well, right, I don't need right. three. Yeah, you don't need three. You're just holding him saying, hey, it's a last-round pick. I know if he gets the job as a starter, someone's going to spend on him. I don't want right. someone else to have him, so I will just hold him. And then when he does become the starter and performs well, I'll cut another quarterback. Exactly. I do that. Do you ever do that? Um. Hardly ever, but it makes sense. I mean, last year was the year to do it because you had Baker Mayfield. You had Lamar Jackson. Uh, I don't think people were doing that with Josh Allen, but obviously he came on and had a good fantasy game. So I think last year was the year because we had those quarterbacks. It, I don't see it this year. Not with Daniel Jones, round 20. Well, I mean, he's already being you know, groomed to be in the Hall of Fame. I think he's already started writing a speech, so I guess you could. But. Bob Long is driving him around next time yeah, he goes exactly. to Canton. <laughs> no, he might be driving Bob Long. Yeah, that's, the, <laughs> that's how good he is. He's driving Bob Long. Uh, how many games over-under, you're in Vegas, how many games over-under, I'll put it at nine. Eli Manning starts nine games. You want the over or the under? Take the over. Really? Yeah. Really? You think Eli starts that many games? Yeah, I do. At first, I didn't. I just got nauseous, Ronis. I literally just got nauseous. At first, I didn't, but I, I'm thinking that they might be willing to play him for most of the year now. All right. I'm just, oof, let's see. At Dallas, he's not playing. Home, this is with no injury. Home against Buffalo, Eli's playing. At Tampa. Let's say it's they lose at Tampa. They're 0-3. They're home against the Redskins. Do you not think the papers in New York are going to be saying, where's Daniel Jones? Give this kid a shot. They probably will, but I think he starts that game, and that's a game they can win. 
Okay, so Eli comes in. They lose that game. Then they play Minnesota. You're not starting him. Then they play New England. Now you're home when Patrick Peterson's back. Week 7, home against Arizona. Is that a time where you play Daniel Jones? Yeah, that's a good spot. It's a terrible defense. Yeah, that would be a good spot. All right. So right, And then it gets Detroit, Dallas, the Jets, and then you have a bye week. I think that's the spot. Week 7. If the Giants are... One and six or two and five when they get to that point. Jones comes in. That's possible. All right. Just throwing it out there. All right, guys. Let's take a little break. We'll come on back. We'll talk more fantasy football when we return right after this. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, we're back. And when you know what I just did? I went to playffwc.com. That's what I did. And there's a world championship draft tonight, 9 p.m., three spots open. Oh, it's got some big names in this run, Ronas. Fantasy Frankie, Jason Wilson, Paul Felker, Chad Schrader. He's never played before, Chad. This is his first time. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's trying to nice of him to jump into my online league the other night. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you beat Adam Ronas? All right, let me, like, yeah. let me give this a shot. He's like, I beat everybody. <laughs> I can beat him. Yeah, this Ronas guy? <laughs> Nothing. All right. Yeah, I was talking to my, wa- my wife about that, about the rankings this morning, because uh, you know how. And I said, these guys have a lot of teams, which gives them a lot of opportunities. I'm not saying he's not the best player. I'm just saying he has a lot of opportunities to be the best player. Yeah, I mean, that's always an interesting discussion because, you know, you can give almost anybody a lot of opportunities. doesn't mean you're going to finish one. He finished one. you got to give him credit for that. I understand, yeah, if you, most skilled players will say, hey, if you give me as many entries, I can do it. But to finish one overall, it's not easy to do. Well, let me ask you this. If, if you gave a crappy guy 100 entries, would he lose all 100? If he's crap, yeah, probably. I mean, it'd be hard for him to cash if he's not good. Like, that's what the argument is with, like, you know, the DFS and the 150 entries. Uh, And there's truth to it. Look, I think if you had that money and you think you're good, it it would certainly help you. I can't imagine putting 150 lineups in, man. It's a lot of work. You need a computer. You have to. You have to have a program. You have to have a program. You can't do that. I mean, in football, I guess you can't because you could spend all week. It means you're probably not doing. No, seasonal. I've done. I've done it, Ronas. I've done forty golf teams by hand. Let me tell you, your it's brain right? starts spinning. Yeah, your brain starts spinning at forty. Seriously, uh, I couldn't I, keep track. Trust me, I I believe you, man. So it's a lot of work. So, I mean, look, that's the argument um, that what people will say, uh, and I, and I, and I see it. You know, you feel like, hey, I'm good enough, but I have four. This guy has a hundred. It's not fair. You still got to – I mean, you, you finished first overall. So, uh, to me, that's – you got to give him credit. Well, I, I mean, I know – I told – we've discussed this on the show before. He dropped Deshaun Watson and picked up Damian Williams. That is a move I would not have done. I admit I wouldn't have done that. 
I don't even think I would have thought of doing that. And so for me, I, I tip my hat to him. Well, yeah. I give him all credit in the world. You know, it's taking a risk. For sure, because it's Dude, not I'm a risk taker, Ronis. You know I'm a risk taker. That's right. A, that's a risk that's I wouldn't a have done. That's a big risk, yeah, that's for sure. Risk. Because if your quarterback goes down, if you know what? Wait, he dropped Watson, right? Because he had who? Yep. Mahomes? Right. Okay, so if Mahomes goes down that first week, remember, there's no waiver wire weeks 14 to 16. Mahomes goes down, he's pretty much done. Now, remember, I told you I, a couple of years ago when I came in second overall, I lost Carson Wentz. I went with Deshaun Kaiser, who didn't even play the last two weeks. That's why I finished second. I'd have a quarterback. Why? Oh, man, for real? For real. Oh, man. That's I had incredible. Wentz, who got hurt in the game, was it week 13 or 14? And I had Deshaun Kaiser, who lost the job. I was, that was it, last 15 and 16. I, guess, I was on fumes, dude. I guess there was no one else on waivers, right? You're not allowed to pick up. No, I'm saying before that. going. Oh, you yeah, go- I was like, I have, I'm good, right? Yeah, it's tough, man. That's where a lot of the... Uh, the luck comes into play. That's the luck factor that I talk about in fantasy. Like, you need so many things to break right. You know, if Wentz is healthy, who knows? Maybe you win it, and, you know, you get the unfortunate break of of him going down. Yeah, it's it's tough. Look, we, we were talking about this during break. I truly believe the best fantasy baseball team wins a fantasy baseball championship. I don't always feel that way in fantasy football. Oh, no. It's definitely not the case. I mean, I had a league last year. It was the one seed, finished with the most points, lost in the semifinals. You know, I clearly had the best team or one of the better teams and didn't get it done. And that's why we always say we're going to put you in a spot to be in playoff contention and get there. And then, you know, you you just make the best decisions possible. But it's football. It's one week. I mean, last year was a week 14, week 15. We had some really strange outcomes where a lot of stud players that we were relying on did not come through. And if you have two or three of those, it, it ends your season. No, especially when you're in one of our leagues where they do the, uh, they accrue those last three weeks. I mean, you can't put up less than 150. And even 150 is not enough, by the way, because when some dude drops 230, 150 is not enough. So let me tell you from firsthand experience, Adam, you need to be about 180 those three weeks if you want to be my rich friend. Right. 150 is not enough. 100, you're out. No, but it's true. You, you need big weeks, man. It comes down to three weeks, and, you need, and you need to uh, just excel in each of those weeks and very little margin for error. But I do like the fact that we can't make pickups because there's nothing worse than collusion in any league where you drop a guy, you, you and I speak on the phone, you drop a guy, I pick him up, totally unfair. Yeah, it's not fair. Like, I have the most money left, and, you know, yeah, you, you, you know, you, you need to avoid that. It's, you know, big money on the line, and that's why there's no trades in these leagues. All right, little news here. Kiki Kuti is still sidelined with an ankle injury. He is not going to play. This guy last season dealt with a hamstring. Now it's an ankle. Is this a guy? I mean, because we liked him. You and I liked him earlier on about a month ago. Do we like him as much now? Uh, I took him the other night before this report. Uh, I'm not going to invest heavily in him. You know, he has to kind of really fall. Uh, I didn't take him as a starter, so he's a bench guy. But like we said, you know, you start taking a few players with injuries going into the year. And then you get more injuries week one or two, and all of a sudden your roster is like, oh, how many guys can I stash? So, yeah, he's becoming a little bit more risky. I think it depends on what you have your roster on your roster on at this point at that point of the draft. You know, do you have players that are already a little banked up? Do you have someone like Gordon who's holding out? If you have uh, Gordon or AJ Green, you better not have QT. I I'm I'm actually surprised at how how high AJ Green is still going. How many weeks do you think he misses? 
no idea, man. They really haven't said anything. I mean, it could be one, two, it could be four or five. I mean, they really haven't shed any light on it. I've took, I take, I took them in one draft because it was the flex league, the super flex league. It was round nine, and they have IR spots. So, in that case, I said, all right. As soon as the waiver wire opens up, or once he's placed in IR, put him on IR and pick someone else up. It's a sixteen round draft, super flex. There's going to be players on waivers. We did that draft early August. There's probably a couple guys that are being drafted now in rounds 13, 14, 15 that are on the waiver. I'll, I'll go get them. So to me in that, it made sense. Why are people taking him at round five right now? Well, I don't I understand a, that. I have a theory that guys come back. It's like when pitchers come up, they usually like him at home. I have, a, I have a theory that guys come back at home games because home games, the week is predictable. Where away games, they're not. They're home week five. They're home week seven. They're home week eight. Then they have a bye week in nine, and then they're home in ten. He will be back in that pocket. I just realized I had him too high. I just dropped him several spots because I wouldn't draft him where he's going. Like in the fifth round right now, A.G. Green? I mean, It's not a terrible – look, if I start out Devontae Adams and Mike Evans, is taking A.J. Green in round five ridiculous? Right now, for me, it is because we don't know when he's coming back. What if I tell you he comes back week seven? No way I'm taking him in round five. Week seven? No way. What if he comes back round five, week five? Uh, it's so funny. You were bashing A.J. Green like before. I hate A.J. Green. Now you're defending him. No, but you know I hate him. You know I hate him. A.J. Green is a guy I never take. Well... You can't you can't argue with what he has done when he's healthy. He was really good last year when he was on the field. Really good. Go look at his numbers. I know, he but he's just a guy I don't team. take. You know me. I don't take A.J. Green. I just don't like A.J. Green. But now you, when he's hurt, you want to take him in round five? No, I just want to have a discussion with you. <laughs> okay, I'm just – no, it's fine. We, I love discussions. It's just I'm trying to figure out – well, you wouldn't take him in round five, would you? Hell to the no. Okay, no. yeah, I'm not no. either right now. I mean – I would take A.J. Green legitimately in eight. He's not falling at eight. All right, then like, I'm not taking him. Like I, I I'm trying to understand. Can I tell you why, Adam? Because in round five, I'm not. I'm taking Allen Robinson. I'm taking Jarvis right. Landry. I'm taking take, that. Round yeah. six, I'm going to take Dante Pettis or I think I, Kirk. I think I'd. I think I'd even take Josh Gordon over him right now. <laughs> and I'm I not hate. probably going. I'm not. Uh, where are you on Josh Gordon? I don't even think we discussed it. He's not going to be on my team. I don't think he's on my team either. I, I, like, yeah. I understand he was a wide receiver, too, when he played last year. But, man, he could easily leave again. Does Brady have the arm anymore uh, to go deep? Well, his numbers last year were good. So, I, I'd say, oh, yeah. Is Josh Gordon a 1,000-yard guy? If he played 16 games, yes. Is he playing 16 games? I have no clue. I mean, when do you think they even let him back? That's the other thing, too. Like, people assume he's there week one. Uh, that's not a guarantee yet. I mean, I, guys, I, I, yeah. The guy's a freak. I mean, we know that. But They're I a mean, running team. They're a run-first team. They are, but that doesn't mean that they can't uh, have passing production. I will say, week 14, Kansas City. Week 15, Cincinnati. Week 16, Buffalo. That's a wow. nice little. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the Buffalo game, though? At home, where they always play well. Yeah. They always put up 31-14 at home, always. They do. Um, weather's a factor. But, yeah, that's the, fir- oh, the first two weeks are f- oh, phenomenal. Right. I mean, so you like Josh Gordon's better. Yeah, you make the playoffs with Josh Gordon, you're living life. If he is active and playing in the playoffs, oh, my goodness, he could, he could eat. 
He could eat. He could so eat. AJ, AJ Green's ADP right now is 59, man. I yes. mean, come it's on, man. That's, that's round five, right? I said we said round five. I just I can't do it, man. Like, like people have such optimism with injuries. Well, no, because they love the. I think it's certain players with injuries. People love AJ Green. They love him. The latest he has gone is 68. So he's not making it out of the sixth round. I know. So who are other guys that you would take in the sixth round? Isn't that a Curtis Samuel pick? Isn't that oh, Corey dude, Davis? Isn't Curtis Samuel's ADP is 62. I will easily take him over AJ Green. Robbie Anderson. Kurt, Robbie will Anderson. Will Fuller. All, look at all these guys. Sony Michelle, I don't love, but whatever. Christian Kirk, yes. Samuel, yes. Anderson, yes. I'd even take Kevin Ingram over him. Eckler, yes. Hunter Henry, yes. yes. Miles Sanders. Everybody after this list. I would take over him. I would take. Oh. Now, if AJ Green comes back week one, or I take two, him over DD Westbrook. I take him over Sammy Watkins. Okay, that's that's fair. Is that fair in the late seventy-five like that? Yeah. So what's that round seven? He's not lasting there. That's the I know. I'm, so I know. So look, I what do I always tell you? I know I'm not getting a guy. I know I am not getting AJ Green because when I'm going to take him, he's already gone. Yeah, I mean, look, if he comes back week one or week two and rips it up, I'll be like, oh, okay, that was a good pick, you know, but we don't know that. That's the problem is we don't know right now when he's coming back, and this is from someone who's already taken him in round nine of a draft. But again, and it's a super flex league, so you want to say that's round eight or seven, but the other thing is IR spots, man, so I'm replacing him. You, you know, most leagues don't have IR spots. This is where I always say you have to know the rules of your league. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, really? Everyone's just not passing on A.J. Green? I'm like, round nine? Fine. I had no no plans of taking him. Like, he was kind of like, all right, I'm not going to take him off the board. But at that point, I think he was my wide receiver three or a flex. So, you see Michael, Michael Thomas is ahead of David Johnson on the ADP? Uh, ooh, really? He moved up? Mm, yeah. Boy, that's because of that preseason game I see. But, I mean, Johnson had a fit. Yeah. Was it was 15. Could you imagine a league where what? he went 15? See that? Wow, yeah. So that's the, wow. So that, that skewed it. And Thomas, yeah. I guess, is, it hasn't gone later than 10. I mean, look, Thomas is, is very safe. He's got a very, very high floor. He might not have the ceiling of some of those other receivers, but he's got a very high floor. And he doesn't have much to compete with for targets in that offense. So if you're looking but, for a safe pick, Michael Thomas is it. Nobody's safer than Michael Thomas. Seriously, nobody is safer than Michael Thomas. Yeah, no, very, very, very high floor. Right. I mean, I think he might even be safer than Hopkins. How about that? He's just because Hopkins at least has other guys there. Nobody's there with Michael Thomas. That is true, although Hopkins gets it done every single year. And he right. Hopkins is play, maybe better, but he's not two, safer. One of two receivers last year, double-digit points, PPR in every game. Him and Devontae Adams. All right, guys, back to you with more right after this. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire.
All right, we're back. Remember, play FFWC.com. Be in our world championship, our main event. Maybe you will win the check for 150 k and be my rich friend by being the best fantasy football player out there. Come join us at playffwc.com. Ronis, if you had all the money in the world, how many main events would you play? What's the max? 30. Is there a max? I don't know. Let's say there's 30. Uh, 10. Yeah, it's good. 10's a good number. I probably would take about 20K and I mean, it. if you had all the money in the world, you're probably going to forget about waivers <laughs> on, on Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? Right, that's so. right. I'd have to hire somebody to do waivers for you. Yeah, me. you know what? Well, okay, if I had a ton of money, I'd probably do yeah. two or three, to be honest. Seriously, because... Wait, wait, hold on. You made 250000 a year. Okay, you make two fifty. That's not all the money in the world. All right, I'm, so I I'm just thinking... I changed it. I changed it. You okay. make two hundred fifty thousand. You're not married. How many main events are you doing at the price point? Five. All right. All right. So you're gonna take about ten k and do it. A little less. Yeah, I think yeah. that's about right. And then how many baseball would you do? Five. Okay. Would that keep you busy enough? Is five leagues enough for Adam Ronalds? Yeah, I think so. I mean, plus you're gonna you want to be more focused on them. You don't have to deal with these free leagues that you've that I always find my way self into. I started writing down. I think I'm in like ten leagues right now, and who knows, there might be more to to come. But uh, I think let's see how many of them are free. One, two. Ah, one's a small price. So it looks like all right, only two free leagues. Oh, three. Damn it. The Scott Fish is free. Yeah. FSG the FF Champs. Free. I don't know. FF Champs is, is free. Well, that I'm not counting. It's best ball. I don't have to uh, make okay, any moves. Okay. Okay. I'm not counting best Oh, the FS, the B League team? Yeah, I'm not doing that one, dude. Yeah, that one, I think. I don't know. Tim, do you win money or something? No, the know. winner gets to go in the A League. Yeah, great. Uh, Fishbowl's <laughs> fish for charity, so it's a good cause. And I got okay. that Raz Bowl thing. I don't know if there's any prizes. No, no. You get to hang out with Rudy. That's fine. Rudy's cool. I finally met him at the NFBC. He's a good guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I like Rudy and Gray. Both have really good baseball. Definitely. Players. Yeah. Like the Raz Volker room. Yeah. All right, guys. This is Dr. Roto saying be well. Take care. Keep it right here for another hour. I know Sean Childs is coming up in hour number two. We got Adam Ronos with you, and we are full-time fantasy. And you know when we'll be back? It's real easy. We'll be back right after this.